Welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com With your hosts, Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales The show where we talk about turning rags into riches We are not responsible if this is not work for you. Read the fine print only. Do not believe a word we say. Results may vary depending on how much self-education and due diligence you do. This is only for the action takers and serves as entertainment. Good morning, everyone. Afternoon. It's Good afternoon. Already, it's already 12.05. All right. I guess uh, I stand... Actually, 12.02. I stand corrected. Good afternoon, everyone. Ricardo, how are you doing? I'm doing great today, Dennis. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. It's been a really nice week. Nice weather. It's been actually a great last week because I got to rest. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had the Thanksgiving uh, break uh, this past weekend. So, yeah, I relaxed Which, a little bit, too. By the way, I'm very grateful. So, I want to say... I'm grateful for everyone that's watching us and that is coming to watch us later on or listen to us uh, mm -hmm. on our podcast or, or in our videos. And uh, I'm also grateful for all our business partners and, and every, everyone involved in between WF4U Holdings, We Flip It For You, Same As Cash, Renovating Riches, uh, Cashflow Marketing, and all the different companies that we have involved in our operation. Correct. Including Mr. Dennis, <laughs> who owns probably half of them. Uh, and um, it's a time to be grateful, and that's what we celebrate in Thanksgivings. Um, you know, being thankful for what we have, yeah. Um, and uh, enjoying, you know, everything that we uh, that we um, embrace. You know, health, love, money, family, uh, family, um, the future. You know. Yeah, you you so, you you gotta be thankful. Um, I don't know which, you know, God you pray to or, you know, what, uh, you know. What do you look, look after when it comes to uh, yeah, but being just, religious? But just be grateful. Uh, um, we accept them all. Uh, we don't we don't discriminate. <laughs> um, God I, I respect. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm Catholic, but I respect everyone's religions. So the, the, depending on. Who do you pray to? You just got to be thankful. Some people don't celebrate Thanksgivings, but they're still thankful for... Yeah, especially um, Native Americans or Native American Which, by Indians. the way, it's a, that's, yeah. it's a good thing we, talk, we talked about this because we did Thanksgivings. Uh, the day before Thanksgivings, we went to uh, look at a property. Dennis and I were actually, or maybe I was, not maybe, but I was actually helping Dennis with a house he's buying, deciding on what he's going to do with it. And then while we were at that property, um, we got a call from from a lead saying, "Hey, can you come take a look at our property?" And um, we went straight to the house. We went straight to the house from the house, and you know the universe it just works on a on a on a on a way that the opportunities just open up when you happen to be around it, and that's you know the the frequency and the energy and 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 it just puts up put us on that on that situation, and. Uh, after we look at the property, just to make a long story short, uh, the lady, uh, we, I wished her happy Thanksgivings, um, you know, and she's like, well, I don't celebrate it, but I'm still thankful for it. And I was like, oh, cool. Thank you so much. And, and she's like, we wish you the best and you guys enjoy your Thanksgivings. Yeah. And she, she told us she's from a Native American right. or Native American Indian descent. So they celebrate they, all the things, but, but they don't celebrate Thanksgiving because of what happened, you know, 
they, they think it was more like massacre from the pilgrims than right. anything else. But anyways, uh, so be change, thankful. Changing subjects, <laughs> but talking about what you really want to listen to, probably uh, we we have a pretty good show today that this, we haven't talked a lot about it. Yeah, this is going to be one of those educational programs. So if you want to bring out your notepad and a piece of uh, and a pencil or a piece of paper and a pencil, um, you might want to be uh, writing down stuff on this show that we're going to show you how we fund our deals or how you can fund your deals because some people think that we're just extra or super millionaires and yeah. we buy everything cash but that's not the reality we're going to show you all of you well, how that, we that, do is, that, that is the reality <laughs> that's um, what we're aiming for no that is the reality because once you have access to the money then that automatically gives you that um that flexibility of saying I know I can count on money to do my deals. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing as being multimillionaire or rich, okay? Uh, it's just that you don't see it that way, but it is. If you pick up the phone and you have somebody with funds waiting to fund one of your deals, that's the same thing as pretty much having that money on your side, you know? Yeah. So it just depends on how you look at things, right? So, so let's start, up, Ricardo. How? What's the number one? Not, not number one because it's the most, the one that's mostly used, but... The easiest way of explaining how to buy a property would be what? Using what? Cold, hard cash. That's paper you're talking like, about. That's like uh, uh, Grant Cardone says. Paper. <laughs> Stack them up onto each other. Then you show up with a brick of cash, and you can buy the property or the land or the RV or whatever it is that you want to buy. Yeah. yeah you can I sit on a piece of real estate. I don't estate. suggest walking around with a brick of paper but um you know just a wire yeah. from a checking account Mo and money mayweather does it though <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so he also has like an entourage of people um, looking after his call hair card printed paper on top cash yeah so yeah but what we call in real estate cash is really money that you have in the bank and yep. you either print a a um cashier's check or a money order or you do a wire transfer and you can pay for the property. Mm -hmm. Now, there is advantages and disadvantages of using call hard cash. Mm -hmm. The advantages are, or the main one is, you will go and close on it right away. Boom. Everything is done, said and done. You closed on it. No, very little paperwork involved. Yeah. Very one, little red one tape. One paper says it's cash. Um, and um, what you do is, If you have the money saved, then you got to save money for that, right? Uh, we don't want you to go rob a bank or anything like that. Um, or if you win the lottery, then lucky you. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> don't count on it, though. Don't count on it. Uh, you, your, your odds are better off if you save the money mm -hmm. or you find somebody that's got the money. Or inherited um, some money. Or inherited some money than actually winning the lottery. Mm -hmm. uh, I would encourage you to, that dollar that you put in the lottery every week or whenever you play it, put it towards something else that's going to really produce something. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you not to play the lottery. I'm just saying. I do, only when it goes like over $200 Yeah, like $700 million. million you're like, yeah, <laughs> why, why not? Let's go throw $100 there and see what happens, right? Gee, I just put like $2. I've done it. So, <laughs> hey, if I don't play, I don't win, right? But it's like going to the casino. 
if you don't sit down on the on the craps table or, or the poker table, you don't you're not you're never gonna win, right? So and this money you're gonna have to like risk. The problem I see with a lottery people is that a lot of people don't have money. And the little money they have, they go put it on that. No, and they get addicted. And they get addicted to it, it's right? Just like any other drug. It's a habit, it's a it's a drug and, mm-hmm. and et cetera. But what we're talking about is cash. How do you use your cash to to purchase your properties? Or to purchase your first uh, deal or your first property that you want to maybe rent or want to rehab, fix and flip and sell and all of that. And it's literally with your savings uh, mm-hmm. or maybe with a family friend or, or, or member that's got savings. But yeah, that, but then, that, then that you get more, into private loans. That yeah. goes more into the we'll private talk about loan, that. which that'll be the last one that will be the icing on the cake for today's episode. And literally... Um, it's just like that. You worked a lot, of, a lot, a lot for a long time, and, and you saved the money. You got twenty, thirty, forty, a hundred thousand, two hundred, whatever. That, that's the, what I was going because uh, some people say, "Oh, I don't have three hundred thousand dollars." We buy houses as low as I don't know five thousand dollars, yes. twelve thousand dollars. Yes. So it doesn't require a huge amount of cash to be able to buy a house for cash. Uh, you know, most people when they think about buying a house, they think about their own personal property where you're going to live with your family but investment properties you can buy for really cheap all sorts of of course really cheap does not apply to california or new york okay denver colorado or denver or places like that bear with us we're talking about maybe texas and you know tennessee or any uh, you know suburbs you know like cities outside of the main Right. Uh, cities in the states, you know, you can always find good deals and so good houses. So the, the first way you can fund a deal is call hard cash, which is what a lot of people do, actually. There's a lot of people that will go pull their cash out, close on the property. You can see it at the auctions all the time. Um, they got the checks printed out, and, and they just go and, and, mm-hmm. and buy cash, and they get the seller out of the way, and they take possession of the property, which is, by the way, a very good way to secure the property without having to go through the through the red tape and and and, and everything that has to do with a loan mm-hmm. um so save money or find money somehow or cash some money from somewhere maybe a bank account that you may have stashed away or maybe under the mattress your money that you got under the mattress or whatever you can use that money to go buy the property cash mm-hmm. um the second way is conventional financing which is what I used to buy my property with. If you don't have any cash, then the second most, or you know, one of the most popular ways houses are bought. Actually, I would every say it's like eight, like ninety percent, ninety-five percent of transactions happen this way. Yeah, it's through um, you know conventional financing or you know going to your big old bank, you know, your Western bank. Your uh, what? What's uh? Um, what's uh? How how do these loans work? Well, there's several programs depending on where you're at. Like, for example, if this which is... One, which one is the most common program? Right now, I'm pretty sure FHA has surpassed what conventional financing. Okay. Um, because, uh, you know, the federal government has opened up again their, their checkbooks and are loaning a lot, you know, with FHA loans. You what, know, are, and, what are, what are, how do you get qualify for an FHA loan and well the 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 one that I suggest I mean so many people just walk to their local bank you know if if you have a relationship with a uh, Chase Bank or uh, Wells Fargo or Bank of America any of these banks 
you just or even a credit union you know like uh you know your local federal credit union or what whatnot you just walk in there and ask for uh, the mortgage uh people you know the people that handle mortgage loans the but, loan officer yeah loan officer they call them i i suggest people to work directly with a loan officer that can you know that that works with several banks that way well, like a mortgage broker right? exactly a mortgage broker will be able or it's more flexible in terms of who do you use to you know regarding or depending on your specific uh uh situation you know if you're your credit score is not that good or if you have more down payment and your credit score is not good or you know either way they can find a product that fits your specific uh, situation so i i personally like working with loan brokers or mortgage brokers mortgage brokers rather than going to a bank and just have their product you know presented to you right so the first step is um find a mortgage broker mm -hmm. or a bank a loan officer mm -hmm to get pre-qualified correct yeah they're gonna they're, you're gonna sit down with them or they're gonna send you a form that you fill out uh you're gonna have to give your social security number all sorts of information you know income and all that and they will pre-qualify you and then when you're ready to purchase then they're gonna pre-approve you so it's two different things um and depending on the loan that you're gonna do you can do fha which is geared towards uh first uh, home buyers or people that are buying their personal property it doesn't apply to any income properties or investment properties so you got your fha loans you got your conventional loans well what, what's uh, conventional conventionally uh, requires a down payment yeah uh, normally conventional loans uh, have a higher uh down payment in order to, what's for fha right now is it 3. i think 5? it's a three percent okay we you know what that's one thing we need we need i have someone that we can uh bring over and interview her her name is janet okay that she will be more than janet you will be on the show talking about loans <laughs> you have specifically been... about fha va conventional uh what is the other one two oh what two oh three oh yeah if you if you're gonna do any repairs in the property there's kind of like a special fha loan that's called a 203k okay but let's um, go let's go back to the normal ones because a 203k is sort of uh uh, hybrid in uh, for yeah, rehabs and those correct yes uh so okay so a conventional loan what is the down payment roughly that that, that normally the least you could do probably it's like a five percent right so usually what i've seen is five ten and twenty percent yeah um for a conventional loan in order for your rate interest rate to be different mm -hmm. um in this case being lower uh the more you put as no and you also avoid the uh the the insurance the mortgage insurance, right, the mortgage payment. insurance and all of that and but your your loan gets cheaper mm -hmm. and the higher of the down payment that you put in the loan usually the, the the lower your interest rate is going to be but also you will avoid paying mortgage insurance correct um with that conventional loan um so so you have you talked about fha conventional conventional VA, if you're a veteran. The third one, it will be VA, like the most common one, I guess. Yeah. We got a lot of veterans. I'm a veteran, by the way. I yeah. do have a VA loan on my house. Um, it just, the the it, big advantage is that a VA will loan 100% of the purchase. If you are a veteran and you don't have a VA loan on your property, you are missing out. <laughs> you definitely are. Period. Because in my neighborhood, I'll give you an example. In my neighborhood, all my neighbors, they had to put, to get on that on that particular neighborhood because when when they started raising 
uh, or building the neighborhood, um, it was so hot that the builder was taking a lot of money up front, mm-hmm. 20% down on all these properties. So when I talked to my neighbors, I kind of laughed because I asked them, I said, so um, how was your, you know, your experience with moving in here? So they're like, well, you know, it's tough because we wanted to move here because of the high school and this and that. And, you know, putting 150000 to $200,000 down payment wasn't really uh, that easy. And I look at them like, really? <laughs> you put how much? And they're like, yeah, you know, that's, that's what the builder asked us. And I was like, well, you want to know something? What? I put zero. And <laughs> yep. they're like, what? How do you do that? And I was like, well, I. You enlist in the Navy well, or I Army? I proved them. Price. I said, look, I used it on negotiation. I negotiated because mm-hmm. they were requiring me to do the same thing. But I, I told the, the, the guy selling the property, I said, look, the, Mr. David, by the way, I'm going to say hi to David, a great sales uh, and, and realtor, and um, he, he was the one selling these properties at the time. I said, look, Mr. David, I don't have to put the 10% or 20% down payment you guys are requiring because I'm a veteran. I'm approved for 100% financing. And he's like, well, maybe we can make an exemption. And But I have to run it through my boss. And so what the boss says, look, get like 10000 from the guy to make sure he's legit, right? And yeah, he's going to. And he's going to go along with the purchase. He's, he's going to go along or try to do as much as he can to go along with the purchase. And that's exactly what I did. I gave him a, a check for 10000 bucks, And uh, he said, no, fair enough. Uh, we'll, we'll take your ten grand, And since you're a veteran, we're, we're going to try to finance 100%, which they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, because some things, uh, these builders, when they knew, they build new homes, they... Um, they do some tricks the, on 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 at sale on, at the point of closing, and I realized that my purchase price was set, but then the recorded sales price was different. It was much higher than what I actually purchased the property for. But what that did was because I was getting 100% financing with that excess um, uh, recorded price, I got a bunch of money back. So. I closed on the house and I pretty much cashed out at closing, oh, wow. which I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. When when I'm closing, the 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 escrow uh, officer tells me, "Oh, and by the way, you you got this this credit here," and I was like, "Oh, I got money for furniture now because I was like, man, I bought this house now. I'm like, I need to go." put furniture and all that especially if it's a big house yeah. you're talking a lot of furniture that's right so it took me a little while to you know me my wife and i to 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 put all the furniture in it but but yes va loans if you're a veteran and you're not doing a va loan you're missing out by all means yeah you, need you to don't take have advantage to go buy that. an expensive home any home will do it okay it's it's literally a free loan and you're mm-hmm. getting a good interest rate it's insured by the va office and you're not going to pay uh, mortgage insurance, which it's another advantage of having a VA loan, which could yep. be a couple of hundred dollars a month extra, um, depending on the size of the loan yep. that I'm not paying right now. So mm-hmm. um, to all the veterans out there, uh, thank you for your service. Uh, I did it for four years, and I thought it was time for me to move on to something else, and that's how I ended up in the oil field. But um, that's why I was entitled for the VA loan, and I will continue to use my VA loans for for. As long as they can provide them. Yeah, and there's there's one other thing that I want to mention. And um, again, when we're gonna bring a, a 
loan officer, a mortgage broker here to go into Janet, the specific. Right? Yeah, Janet. Janet. <laughs> but, Hi, Janet. <laughs> but one one disadvantage of uh, doing conventional all the time is that you're going to be limited to the number of houses you can purchase with, uh, with a conventional loan. So there's going to be a point where you can buy a few houses. It used to be well, it's, it's, it used to be unlimited. Then after the 2008 fiasco with all the mortgage, it went down to four. Now I think it's back to they 10. They got it back to 10. And so then, you can buy. But then after, to, really after six houses, they make it pretty tough. Yeah, it start getting so really tough. They want you to have a lot of cash reserves yes. and a lot of things that as investors, if you're doing this right, you should have no cash whatsoever. <laughs> it should be all invested. Yeah, but, um, you know, you could probably, you know, if, if you're just starting. Yes. And, and you want to use this method to finance your first investment property by all means of course if it's investment fha it's completely out of the picture you'll have to go conventional but um you can do it yeah you can you know insurance are really low as long as the property does not need a bunch of repairs and things that are gonna throw the appraisal or the inspections out of the way and banks will not want to loan money on it correct uh then you will be fine yes um but anyways we got to to recap, we've talked about FHA, we've talked about conventional, conventional we've talked about VA, BA, and 203K. The 203K is the rehab loan. Yes. How does the 203K work? Well, it's under FHA as well, so okay. it has to be a property that you have the intention of using as your primary property. For maybe two years? Two or three years? Do they have a timeline? I think it's at least one year. Okay, you have to year. occupy the property for a year. But okay. again, we'll we'll get all the specifics. So if we... you wanted to get into real estate buying and rehabbing, okay, like to buy a property that maybe needs a lot of repairs and you don't mind living in that property while you fix it, that would be a great It's what we call a live-in flip. Right. This will be a live-in flip where you will actually go get pre-qualified for a 203K loan correct and they will tell you what you can purchase and then your job is to go find that one property which by the way is very popular a lot of people are doing this mm -hmm. because they 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 understand that if they buy and rehab uh, a house you can buy cheap and you, um rehab it and you and know it's gonna be to your to your likes as well like okay i want the walls a certain color i want a certain flooring the mm -hmm. kitchen i don't like the way it is so you can do all you put all your personal touches in it and live in it while you create that equity that in the future you will cash out to go do more business i've actually yeah uh, and, and the way it works is that the uh the bank will give you the money to purchase the property so it'll be you know you purchase the property so that money is available and then uh you do draws as the work progresses, Gets, so yeah. let's say you start with the kitchen and it's a fifteen thousand dollar kitchen, then you do the kitchen, uh, or they'll give you the money. You go and fix the kitchen. Once that's done, you tell them, okay, it's done. They ask for some way of confirming, you know, their pictures or invoices from from contractors and stuff like that. Once they reassure, I don't know if they send an inspector up. Up, that's again. We'll get the specifics with. with yeah, Janet. we're not familiar with it because we haven't used it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but um, then you go and rehab your bathrooms, or you do your uh, flooring. Yeah, you or do whatever. it in stages, but yeah. basically, so the, the the rehab happens in stages, and they 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 will reimburse you as as it as it gets done. Um, but that will allow you to buy and rehab a property 
that maybe you're going to be at 70 or 80 percent all in of the after repair value of that particular property and the interest rates are actually very favorable they should be around the threes maybe fours i'm not sure i will get um the loan officer to come and, and talk about talk about it but uh we just want to make sure that you know it exists yes and it's out there and you can Again, you can Google it. Yeah, Google it. Go to go to the bank and go to your mortgage broker and ask him how can I get this particular loan. Mm -hmm. I like to buy a house, flip it while I live in it. And I've met people that have done this. Uh, yeah, because you live in the property for a year, and then after a year you can move out and either rent it or sell it and do it all over again. That's right, and do it over again. And you can actually flip that one, that one loan with the properties over and over and over again. At one point, your wife will say, I want to stay in this one house. Please, let's not move or whatever. Stop the madness. Stop the madness. And, you know, but anyways, it's available. You can do it. And it's getting more popular nowadays mm -hmm. that the banks are more flexible on, on lending. Um, but then we got this other one called a hard money loan. Yes. So if you maxed out on the number of houses you can buy through conventional, or you don't care about traditional banks and want to try something different, there's always the hard money route. Well, th but the reality is that hard money is designed for fixing flips. Correct. Whether you flip it to sell or rent, a property that needs extensive work will require a hard money. Uh, maybe FHA, which I don't know, on the two or three uh, K loan, they might have some restrictions and guidelines to where if the foundation is shot or if uh, if it is a burnt house or something that you can't buy, harmony loans will allow you to to buy these type of properties. That's and I, right. And I want to ask you then is how do they work? Well, first of all, people ask why do they call it hard money? And to be honest, I. I haven't found a. I mean, there's so many. I think because I think this is my reasoning. <laughs> they related to call hard cash. So hard cash, hard money. I because I, it's, again, same, I it's have, the same as cash. I have cash. read. I have read so many different versions that I don't know which one's correct. Well, my version is call hard cash is hard money. So some people say it's even it's hard because it's hard to pay. You know, the interest are really high. But anyways, they're called hard money. Hard money lenders, hard money loans, uh, you can get hard money. And A friend of mine told me one day, that's like a shark loan. It's like, not yeah, really. <laughs> I think they used to call them... Really? Shark loans? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, we have to go dig into the history of hard yeah, money. Go to Maybe we bring a hard money lender and tell us, hey, why, why do we call it hard money? <laughs> I don't know. But the way it works, or the biggest advantage about hard money, is that they don't necessarily loan on the person's credit. So when you do hard money, the most important thing is the property that you're purchasing and they make sure that there's equity in that property because the property is the one that's kind of like backing up the loan. Um, so your credit, I mean, some hard money lenders even pull your credit, but it's not the primary reason where they're lending you. They're not lending you because you have a really nice record of paying. They're lending you because the property that you're bringing to them, they can see that there's a lot of equity, that even if the loan goes south. belly up or goes south, they're going to be able to pull their cash out of the property that you're purchasing because there's a lot of equity in there. Well, it is an asset-based loan. Exactly. To put it in, you know, basic words. Um, you know, and of course, they will look at the person doing the 
the, the transaction, mm -hmm. buying the property and rehabbing it, in order for them to feel secure that, yes, this person, we can give them the money so they can go to work, they can make a profit, and we can make our interest. Yes. Um, we got a lot of hard money loan companies here in the Houston area that are very successful at doing mm -hmm. this, uh, in Texas altogether, actually. And um, there's one of them that has a huge crowd. Uh, uh, I'm going to say hi to Jet Lending. That's who I actually used to use my, my uh, or used to do my first loans when I first started mm -hmm. 10 years ago. It's one of the big ones. It's one of the big ones. Here. They have a great yes. event out here. Uh, they, they get together and all sorts of investors go there and um, great things happen. They, they're trailblazers in this area. So um, they've paved the way for a lot of the other harmony lenders. Um, I'm also going to say hi to uh, Blake and uh, Capital Concepts, who we've used as well, and uh, Longhorn in Dallas. Um, so there is a lot of good Harmony lenders in, in the area. And for those of you that are here in Houston, um, you might want to go knock on those doors in order for, for them to get you pre-approved if you want to go get into the flipping business. Because it is, for the new beginners... It will be the safest way to enter into this world. Yeah, and, and and one of the one of the things that make it a safe bet. Well, you got to be careful first of all because they they're almost all of them are very high interest loans, but they are geared towards the person that's flipping a house that's going to have the loan for a very short period of time. Six months usually. Normally about six months. Maybe up to a year, but you don't want to go past a year, you know, because then... Well, mo for the most part, all these loans will have a, an expiration date of six months, and mm -hmm. then they will charge a, um, like, another origination fee mm -hmm. in order for the loan to get extended. So it's an extension fee, basically. Exactly. Um, so it becomes very expensive. And and the reason why it is sometimes suggested to uh, newbies, you know, people that are just getting started, to use hard money is because... Again, since this is an asset-based loan, the bank, in this case the hard money lender, needs to make sure that what you got in your hands is a deal. Yes. So they'll vet your deal and say, yeah, we're going to finance it or no. So you get an extra set of eyes that are looking over your deal. And if they make sure, I mean, if they fund it or they agree on funding it, you can almost be sure that, yeah, you got yourself a deal. If they tell you, hey, we cannot do this, it's because what you got in in your hands is really not that great of a deal. They don't see and the potential to make and the money. And at that point, they'll probably ask you to have some skin on the game. Mm -hmm. They will tell you, look, if you thought the property was worth a hundred grand, but it's really worth like eighty, you're asking a rehab of maybe sixty thousand. You're a little bit out of, out of the boundaries. We're gonna ask you to come in with like twenty percent down, or you know, put something. We will still give you the money, but they are gonna make sure that. You have skin on the game in order to for them to give you the loan. Now, if the property's got a lot of equity and it's a great deal, slam dunk, they will put the money on it. Yeah. Because they know that if they have to foreclose on this loan, they're going to have something they can finish rehabbing or maybe turn over to another investor and finish the deal. The other thing is that they're going to give you the money for repairs in draws as well. And before they give you a draw, they're going to send an inspector out to make sure that whatever you're telling them you did, you actually did. So... They have this framework of people that work with the hard money lender where they make sure that you're doing things right. So in a way, it's kind of like having training wheels yes. while you do your first flip. 
Cause or your first if, flips. Yeah, because if you screw up, there's going to be someone there to tell you ahead of time, not at the end of the flip when you're already, you know, up to your neck in, you know, in water and, or, or drowning. I mean, they're going to they're gonna have someone there that it's going to go out. And if you say, okay, I just spent the first, I don't know, $15,000. Here's all I did. They're going to send an inspector and the inspector is going to say, you did a great job. Yeah, we go ahead and make the draw and so you can continue or they're going to tell you this is completely wrong your contractors screw you up some of them even have uh, um, a list of contractors that they yeah, feel very preferred contractors yeah their preferred contractors they feel very uh secure working with and they'll give you a list here you know for this flip you can call this guy and this guy that we work with them all the time so it's a fairly safe Way. I was having, I was actually having this conversation last night with someone, and um, I told him I said, "Look, you gotta let the newbies go with hard money. They need to learn how to work with hard money, mm -hmm. because by the time they start working with private money, then they're already pros, mm -hmm. and and they can vouch for your money much better. And we'll talk. We'll get into private loans here in a minute, but." Harmony, uh, uh, harmony is one of the best ways to get into this business because you have a lot of support, like the, Dennis is saying. And not only that, you're going to have a second set of eyes to make sure that you're, you have a good deal. Mm -hmm. if, if your deal comes low on the appraisal or maybe they think it's not worth as much, it's not because they want to go after your deal. It's most likely because you have a bad deal. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to put money on bad deals. They they just want to put money on on deals that they're gonna be able to pull uh, be able to pull. Through. Yeah, they're actually saving you from getting in your hands in, in, in into trouble. Right. So it's a great partnership. Um, you can go do your flip. You you flip a house in three months, four months, or whatever. Then put it on the market, sell it, or refinance it for rentals. Get the hard money out of the way. Get a conventional loan, or get your check for for the sale of the property, and you go do it again. And the more you do the more um, professional you're going to get into not only what, how to use the money, the times to use the money, and the rehabs that you're going to uh, be making in houses. Because a lot of, a lot of times, as, as when we're new, uh, we, we put a lot of heart into it, and we want to do the, the backsplash this way and the yeah, granite you, this other way. You and the, fix it like you're going to live in like it. Like you're going to live <laughs> in it. And and the truth is, is that investment properties, you don't want to fix them like you're going to live on them. You want to fix them to to basically either sell them or, or rent them and not necessarily on on how you feel like if you're going to live in it. Um, so you gotta leave your emotions out of you gotta life. leave your emotions out of the business right so uh, when you use a harmony loan or a private or whatever and you're gonna flip um, you might want you want to make sure that you put your emotions aside that way you treat it as a business and not as a as a personal item uh, if you will which we've made the mistake plenty of times to do that and we never got the money back so now um, of course, all this support, all this extra set of eyes looking over, all this, you know, the inspector, that costs money. So that's the, if you were going to say, okay, what's the drawback of hard money? It's just that the, it's a costly loan, loan because the interest rates normally, where are they now? Like 13, I, it, 14%? There is, they go, there's all sorts of interest rates right now in, um, for, from, from program to program, but I've seen them from 6.99% 
all the way to 15%. Um, and by the way, I used to pay more than that when I first started. I, I was paying like 17% on Harmony which loans. Is, which is boundary line with the uh, usury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, four points origination, five points in some cases. Uh, but the deals were so good that I didn't care about the interest rate. No, so, and that's what I was going to go next because... I mean, yes, it's expensive when you compare it to like conventional or an FHA loan or this, you know, traditional loans. Yes, it is a lot more expensive. But if this is your gateway, this is the entry door into getting in the business, then by all means, go and do it. I mean, you just have to be cautious and careful and know that you're going to finish this flip in three months or four months or whatever time frame you have set and not extend because it gets even more expensive. But this might be the only way to some people to get into the game it was my way yeah uh, actually i started with private money i went and called my uh my mother-in-law and she's like yeah i got <laughs> some money alone yeah so i started that way but then i realized that i didn't know what i was doing very well and i was getting more troubles and i was actually helping myself out so i went hard, the hard money route and i started studying and you know and luckily i i uh, i ended up with some great people um and um They were able to help me out at the beginning, and, and, you know, and that's how I started funding all my flips, just hard money. So for me, it was something automatic. Mm -hmm. I found a house, go to hard money. I found a house, go to hard money. And then I would change from hard money lenders because maybe I wanted to get a better rate. I was getting more uh, experience. Uh, I could negotiate better. At the beginning, I couldn't negotiate because... I'm new, right? Yeah. So, hey, I got to take what they give me. You're at their mercy. <laughs> You're at their mercy, pretty much. But once they start seeing that, hey, this guy's actually producing houses and, and he's refinancing them and or selling them or doing whatever, um, more money starts showing your way. Mm -hmm. um, and then other harmony in their lenders are, are start, you know, bringing you over. It's like, hey, but use my loan. I, I You don't have to pay five points. You can pay three points. And you don't have to pay 14%. Now you can pay 11 And so things start getting better for you. At the beginning, you're going to pay for education one way or another. So um, I don't. I wouldn't advise on not doing it. I would encourage you to go get a hard money loan and do it. Um, okay. I was, I was actually discouraged by many of my friends that were not in the business of not doing it because they saw it as a shark loan. And, you know, come to find out, I was just asking the wrong people. Mm -hmm. um, because they didn't understand the business. So Harmony Loans, for me, are the best thing to get into this business because you got a second set of eyes. You got a whole organization behind you that is going to make sure that you have a deal. Otherwise, they won't give you the money. And it will open the gates for you to to, to start navigating into this uh, buy and rehab. Uh, yeah. And even, even, you know, I know we started talking about cash. You know, if you have cash, go and buy a house. But I could... I could even suggest that even if you have the the cold hard cash, go for the hard money. Go and do your do your first one, your first flip. Do it with hard money. Just keep your cash as a, a capital a, a security there, and you can even show the hard money people. Hey, hey I got cash. I have, I have the cash. You know, stash away in case something goes wrong. But there's all these advantages we have talked about with hard money you know with, look you I, know, if i had cash someone carry you, you and know, i hold was, your hand if through. i had cash and i was starting in this business i will get pre-qualified with a hard money lender and i will use my cash as working capital mm -hmm. and let the hard money lender form my deals and you can actually if you get a hold of it then you can expand and do instead of one property you can do three four five 
Hardware lenders will loan you money all day long because they know you're secure. You got cash, you got working capital, you're mm -hmm. not going to be depending on the draws. So even if you had the, the cash, don't get sidelined by the interest rate or the origination points. That's just part of the cost of doing business. Mm -hmm. That's like if you had a company and you were the person doing the mailing, you were the person answering the phones, you were the person going to the bank, you were the person attending the, the clients, you're doing it all. And how much business are you really losing by trying to do everything? Mm -hmm. Because you didn't want to go get a, an assistant, you didn't want to go get an accountant, you didn't want to go get somebody to do the mailing, you didn't want to go get... So it's the same thing, you know, you have to treat it as a business. And when when you want to go get in the fix and flip game, or or business in our case because for not for us it's not really a game it's a business. Um, I would highly suggest save that cash, show it to your harmony lender. That way your approval is a lot easier and they can start funding your deals. All right. Now, if a person doesn't have cash, if a person can get conventional finance or can go to a bank because whatever reason their credit is bad or they have too many properties. If they really don't dig the uh, hard money <laughs> lending, you know, the interest rates, what other alternatives are out there, Ricardo? I would say that the last thing is the private loan. What uh, is you, that? Using private phones. Uh, calling your daddy, your mommy, your aunt, <laughs> that uncle that never wants to see you, and say, hey, I, got, I found this property. Oh, and by the way, you got to find the property first. Yeah. Without the property, there's no deal. Don't go asking for money with yeah. no deal because it's going to be, okay, I have the money. W when do you want it? Oh, you got to wait because I first have to find. I'm looking for that deal in Katy. Okay, good luck. <laughs> well, maybe right now you can find some deals, flooded houses and all of that. But um, for, for, for the private loans, what you want to do is you want to have a property secured under contract in your hands. That way, uh, I tend to say that if you find the deal, money will flow. Yes. Whether it's hard money, whether it's a conventional, whether it's uh, money will find its way to fund that yeah, deal. It's find the deal and money will find you. And it's happened to us a bunch of times yeah. where we get some of our private lenders to come to the pro to, to our office and they look at the board and it's like, what about this property? And I was like, well, we haven't decided what we want to do. I can loan money on that. Oh, okay. Boom. Done. So basically private loans is what we do today or private funding is what we use today in 99.9% of our deals. Um, money will find its way to our properties. It's a lot easier to, to, um, to control. Uh, the fees are much lower in our case, but we build track record. So we use hard money before and now people that get cash on their accounts they feel comfortable in loaning it to us because they know we're gonna pull through and and how does it work you just uh pull out a napkin and a pen and say uh what well, is it do a, a note a pay you note or you no, owe me what is it no no, no. Like, so i owe you uh, i owe you i owe you no <laughs> no so look uh, the I, I can i can build on the private lending side or the private funding side a lot more We've literally raised millions of dollars, millions, to fund all our deals. And there is an art to it. Um, and I've been, I was analyzing. I was like, man, why, why is it that we got so successful at finding this money, which is easier, number one. Uh, people that you never thought of 
had some money and they're like, yeah, I want to put it on, on, on what you got. So number one, you got to create that track record. Without track record, it's very hard to, fr- to find that private loan. Now, you're talking a portfolio, right? You know, like having no, some way of how showing many them. houses have you done? You know, I've done five houses, I've done 10 houses, or maybe multifamilies, or whatever it is that you're good at. You got to have something to show that way you can go and say, Look, I'm the guy making it happen, and you can make these fundings happen for you. That way, you can make a better interest mm-hmm. rate than the bank is paying you, and I we can both go make a profit. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's how, you know, you, you go you go about it. But number one, create that track record. So that's why everybody that's new watching us or listening to us, guys, go talk to a Harmony Lender. Uh, some of you will have access to private funds. Yeah, there, there might be a, a an uncle that already told you, yeah, I w- once you find a property, let me know. I'll, I'll give you the money. Well, lucky you. But normally- no, but the reality is I wouldn't even suggest doing that because you might get in trouble. You lose friends, family, and everybody over money. Mm-hmm. And the last thing you want to do is lose an uncle or your daddy or your mom or whatever because you didn't pay them back. You have to see them next year at Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. And at the table, and they're going to be looking at you weird, you know, like yeah, you still owe me those 60000 bucks or whatever, you know. So just go with the hard money first and then go. That's my That's my recommendation. You can go do whatever. Just make it happen. But if you can go with hard money first, your life will be much easier when you start using the private funds. Um, so you were asking, how do you raise your private funds? Well, or how do we raise our private funds? Well, number one, they've known we've done a bunch of properties now, and it's easier for us to say, this is how much we bought it for, this is how much we pay for it, this is how much we put into it, this is how well it's cash flowing, or this is how we what we sold it for. And, and then the second thing is, we're putting these properties that we're buying as collaterals on your loans. So if we don't pay you or you foreclose on them and your money is secured. And how do you do that? So you do that through a title company and a lawyer. So a lawyer will draft all the documents. Title company will make sure title is clean. You got to get title policies. But I want to leave that technicality for maybe someone, maybe a lawyer that we bring into the show okay. to talk more about it. But what you want to do is you want to secure those funds with the property itself. So if something happens to you, even if mommy gave you the money or daddy gave you the money and something were to happen to you, they have a way to go repossess that property, okay? Let's say you went and bought a house to buy and flip and um, you died, but your daddy gave you the money cash. Who really owns that house now? Maybe your wife does, not him. Mm -hmm. And how is he going to get his money back? Well, maybe wife doesn't want to return the house anymore back to him. So that's a way, a good way to protect the private lender. It's always to put a first position lien on the property. Even if your private lender is a family member or, or whatever, use it because you want to make sure your, your private lender is uh, protected. Now, how do you raise these funds? There's a bunch of ways. You call your friends. And, of course, if you're asking for private loans, hopefully you've been doing this for a little while now. Mm-hmm. And they know what you're up to. So when you call your friends, they've been watching you. Everybody's watching you. Everybody. Even the people you think is not watching, they are. What's that song? Um, uh, I got a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's watching me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, <laughs> somebody's watching me. That one. You're talking yeah, about that go. one, right? So Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. So 
They're watching, guys. And Neely's looking at me like, "Were well, you gonna start singing now?" Well, you know, no, I got that voice. You know, where do you think my here, where do you think my daughter got that voice from? Well, uh. it, was, it was from my mom, not from me. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they're watching. So as soon as you start picking up the phone and said, "Hey, man, I want to show you something I got," make sure you got something on their contract. That way, you have something tangible to fund. Yeah, to show them. To show them, okay. But this is what I would do. Is this was my first private fund is basically number one get qualified for a harmony loan that way if you don't find the funds you still got the harmony loan to close on mm -hmm. now if you have a harmony loan already in place that are going to be funding one of your deals this is one of the best times to go show all your family members and friends your deal that is getting funded by a third party and, and Show them how they're missing out on not funding that deal and making that 10% or 11 or 12 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you can tell them, rate. look, I mean, this company is making 13% on, on the loan. I'm going to pay them. Yeah. And they might say, wait a second, I'll I'll, I, I'll do it because that's I how I make did it. I make that 13%. That's how I did it. I was getting all my harmony loans, and then I started showing people, hey, guys, look what I'm doing. And they're like, how much are you paying for 12%? Man, that's a lot of money. Oh, my God, why are you paying them? Well, I could be paying you. What? Yeah, I could be paying you. All right, I'll take it. And how can we do something? You can do equity deals where you give them a little bit of the sales proceeds of the property and all that, become creative. That way it becomes a win-win situation, sort of a JV uh, joint venture. And every deal will be different. I'm not going to get a specifics on the specifics on how to structure a private fund or loan, but I will tell everything you that is negotiable. everything is negotiable. And also you can leverage a lot. So if you have a harmony uh, loan in place and you're already flipping houses, this is the best time for you to start showing your potential private money lenders what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because what you want to do is you want to get them ready to fund your deals in the coming future. What do you earn by that? You, you control the money better. Um, you're not necessarily pending on draws from a third party that needs another third party to go verify Your private money lender might want to go check on properties. I was actually uh, driving around yesterday with one of our private money lenders, and he got to see, I think it was four or five of the houses he funded. Um, the work that's been done. And the work is being done, and he's like, oh, man, I'm happy with what I'm seeing. I'm so, I'm pumped, is what he said. Man, you guys are making it happen, you know. And he knows we've had setbacks, okay? This is no, we've had setbacks. Harvey gave us a huge setback. We lost a lot of people. Um, we've lost a lot of money, too, because, you know, but... Not lost, uh, just to clarify, because some people don't know, it's not lost like they died. It's just that during the rehab work for all this, yeah, they houses, all went to go they, they attack the shining object and went work someone else that right. was paying a lot Triple of money, money whatever, yeah, for a short oh, period. Oh, but of by time. the way, they're calling back, so you know, but I'm not taking them, um, or we're not, but anyways. Um, I, I, I was giving this person a, a, a tour around and they're like, man, I know my money's working. You know, I might, I'm working on getting some more money coming our way. Mm -hmm. So so that's when you want to do this. If you're doing harmony loans at the moment, make sure you go show everybody. A lot of people have this mentality of, I don't want to tell anybody what I'm doing because they're going to send bad energies to me. They already do it anyways. People that want to send bad energies your way are doing it already without you showing them anything. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid of showing and telling everybody and their mama what you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you can promote your business. No, and, and you just mentioned it, but I just want to, you know, say it again. 
you never know where the money is going to come from. Yes. The person that you least expect to loan you money might be your biggest private lender. Yep. That is correct. We we had a guy, I'm not going to mention any names or anything like that, but when I first started raising private funds, um, I went to a place that I'm going to be able to mention, which is Quest IRA here in the Houston area. We love Quest. I will tell you that maybe now 70% of our loans are coming from Quest, from people that got their self-directed IRAs, which is something we need to touch on at, That's uh, a, completely at a different, different show. Program. That's a whole different animal. We can talk hours about self-directed IRAs and what you can do with it, and we need to put it on schedule. Mm -hmm. But anyways, that's where we get a lot of our funds. And at one point, I went there, and, I, and actually both of us went there, and we were pretty much going through the class because they do have a lot of educational uh, classes. And um, we were students that day. And then, but at the end, they do some networking. And that day, I got up and said, um, my name is Ricardo, and I'm flipping houses here in the Houston area. I got properties under contract. So this is what I've been saying. Make sure you got houses under contract or properties under contract. Make sure you got some rehabs going on. That way, you can potentially bring a lot of money on from the private uh, sector. And this one person got up and said, son, I got a little bit of money that we can put to work. And I said, okay, perfect. You know, I'd like to meet you up and, um, you know, let's go for coffee or lunch or something. And I want to show you what I'm doing. And then we can talk about how much money you got. That way we can find a property for that money. Mm -hmm. And he's like, sure, come pick me up. So very next day, I called him up and I said, hey, I'm ready. Are, can you, can we meet? And he's like, yeah, come pick me up. So I went and picked him up. And we, at the time we were doing, I think it was four or five rehabs. And we went from, um, I showed him a couple of, of our rentals. That we didn't go in there. We, I just said, look, I bought this property for this much. So I was showing him track record mm -hmm. on what I did at the time or what we did because it, it, it was a team effort. And, um, and he saw a few of the rentals. They were like, man, these are nice houses and they're in good areas and this and that. Uh, I told them the story about when I had a bunch of nice houses in bad areas <laughs> and how I went away from that. Um, and he kind of related to me because he's been doing this for a long, long time. But anyways, he had told me he had like $85,000 to invest. And so I was like, cool, man. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to find a project for this $85,000. Mm -hmm. That way we can start building this relationship. But let me go show you now what we're working on. And at the time, we were working on like four or five houses that were within the same area. And every one of those properties had some action going. They we were either doing the roof on one or fixing the walls on the other one or maybe fixing the foundation. We also had some properties under contract. So he got to see a little bit of everything. And it took me all day. We, we were just riding around in my car. We were talking, getting to know each other. And... Um, around this is we started that day around nine o'clock in the morning and around 4 p.m i was driving back mm -hmm. uh to drop him off and when we're going back he's like man i don't how can you get all these houses and how are you doing so much work and he was actually impressed and that that, that was the idea i got from it and i said well you know i don't know i just i'm just making it happen you know we 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 are out here working silently um but we're making it happen. We we believe in our business, and we know this is the best way to go to create freedom, and that's what you saw today. And he said, "Well, son, listen to me. I don't have eighty-five thousand dollars. 
And I was like, man, what what the heck is going it's on? It's pulling away. <laughs> I got a million dollars to invest, and I want to invest as soon as possible. And that's how I went from 85000 to a million bucks in less than eight hours with the same person. And and I was I didn't dis- display any emotions. I was kind of like in shock, and I, I'm like, cool, okay, we'll, we'll – We'll see what we can do. I knew he wasn't going to dis- disburse a million dollars right away. He, yeah, his, I he needed, was not going to write a check for yeah, a million next exactly. Day. But I needed to start using that money, you know, consistently. And, and we needed to start proving the person that we could actually handle that kind of money. Uh, but that gave me a great idea. I said, okay, I need to start doing private money tours. And that's how I created the the the, the money tour, basically, is what we call it. And... Uh, Literally, that's how we raise our private loans now. We we leverage everything we're doing. We get on the car. We put our lender right next to us. We build a relationship. And by the way, during that ride that we do, sometimes we notice that we don't necessarily want to work with certain lenders mm-hmm. because they do have some weird restrictions or they have uh, some demands that we might not agree on. And we've actually pulled away from deals from lenders because... It's not going to be a win-win for both of us, and we'd rather not touch that money. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they want to put some extra pressure on us that we don't want to have. You got to decide who you want to work with. Not everybody's going to want to work with us, and we're not going to want to work with everybody. But one thing for sure is if you're doing what we're telling you today to do that we've done in the past, you're going to raise a lot of private funds. So so that's it. That's the magic. That's, that's the magic. That's how you raise it. Out there. <laughs> you can negotiate rates. You can negotiate points. You can negotiate yeah, when equity. It, when it comes to private loan, everything is negotiable. And I mean everything from points, interest rates, loan term. Uh, like regardless of if you're going to share equity or, you know, the the uh, the revenue or not. I mean, everything is negotiable. You just get with the title company, tell them uh, what the loan terms are. and Make sure it's a win-win situation that you're not, str- you're not trying to squeeze your lender or your lender is not trying to squeeze you. Correct. That way, because at the point that one of us, meaning the lender or feels, the buyer, feels choked or squeezed, that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. Because that relationship will not continue to go forward. And the idea is to turn that You want to do as many over. as you can, turn the money over, over and over and over and over again. That way your lender makes a lot of money and you make a lot of money. And it is a win-win situation. It's got to be a win-win situation. This is not a, okay, uh... I'm paying 10% right now. I'm going to pay you 7%. Next time, you know. Uh, you know. No. Look, make it to where it's good for both of you and money will come your way. But remember, you got to build a track record first. Go get you with a harmony lender. We might have to invite a couple of harmony lenders here. That way they can tell us on the process on how it works. Um, and uh, th- this is my suggestion is go harmony first and then go with a private lending. But... With that being said, Mr. Dennis, we're going to do a quick recap. So we talk about using all, I mean, your own cold, hard cash, you know, paper, uh, go buy a house. If that's not an option, you always have the go the bank route, you know. Conventionals. Conventional FHA, VA, um, or 203K if you're rehabbing. Um, if that doesn't work for any circumstances, you can try hard money like we have been talking about. And then finally, you got your private loans or, you know, people that can lend money um, from cash they have or IRAs, but I'm not going to get in self-directed. It's too long of a, 
subject. Uh, subject to start now. So with that, we're going to finish the program today. Wishing everyone a nice week. Um, like always, if you got questions, just write them down. Um, this program won't stay in Facebook. Uh, you got to wait probably till next week to uh, see it on YouTube or the podcast. You can find us on renovatingrichesradio.com, renovatingrichesradio.com. Or Renovando Riquezas in Spanish. And you can find that in uh, iTunes. Google Plus, everything that uh, plays Periscope, podcasts. Stitcher, I don't anywhere. You, you just Google and you'll find us. So with that, we're gonna finish the program today. Thanking everyone. Um, and again, we'll see you next week. You have a great day. God bless. Bye. Bye. Okay, espérate, no te vayas. Vamos a grabar el intro. Subscribe, 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 like us, subscribe, share. Después el tema de hoy, hablamos de funding your deals. Y ya, eso es todo lo que quiero decir. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit that like <laughs> button, hit the subscribe button on renovatingrichesradio.com our podcast that will show you how to find private funds, hard money loans, conventional financing. This is what we will be talking about today. It's going to be a very, I mean, we just finished recording this program and it's going to be very educational. So people that don't know or have no idea how we fund our deals, how you can fund your deal, just stay tuned because this show is it's amazing. If what, you want to learn how we've raised millions of dollars, To fund our deals, you need to hear or watch this episode of financing. Yes, and don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert or a message every time we we come live. You can watch us live if, if you got time, you know, when we're actually recording. If not, um, just like you're doing right now, go to um, iTunes or Google or Stitcher or any of the podcast platforms out there. You can find us by searching Renovating Riches Radio or in Spanish, Renovando Riquezas. And make sure to share with your friends, family, people that might be interested in uh, the topics that we covered. Just um, share, uh, give us a like, uh, review us on iTunes. That's always very, very good for our ratings. So make sure you write a review if this is helpful. Just hit like and share. Go to Facebook, find us in Facebook, send us a, me a message if you want a question, uh, ask any questions. If you want to know about a specific subject, send us a message. We'll, we'll get back to you um, as soon as we can. RenovatingRichesRadio.com, RenovandoRiquezas.com. We want to help you achieve your goals. And with that, let's go to the show. Welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com. With your hosts, Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales. The show where we talk about turning rags into riches.